Hi and welcome to Minutes with Mahoney. I am Mahoney. Thank you for joining me yet again. I'm really excited about today's topic. Ah, wow. So we're just going to get right into it. I am a catch a bull by its horns kind of chick. And so this is going to be part two of the previous episode about lying and exaggerations. And yeah, I should say this before I start before we get into it that capping is today's lingo for lies because i feel like i needed to clarify that for guys of the older generation who don't get today's transition in lingo because this thing is just it's too much to keep up with and um so now this part two first of all i hope you listened to or rather you watched a bit of the someone i linked by keith moore watch your mouth it's really helpful yeah um, so now this was inspired by that and Romans 12 2 from the trans the passion translation and it said it was it's the verse that talks about us not conforming to the patterns of this world and it says that we should not imitate the opinions and ideals of the world around us or the culture around us and Irma was going to go close the gate and I started thinking about it and the Lord was showing me this image of humanity bending so I, I could kind of see metal being forced to bend and atmospheric pressure because it's so much around it classic example when you're drinking water out of a bottle and the more the water goes into your mouth the more the bottle gets crushed here yeah? because there's no the space that was previously occupied by the water is no longer there. So you literally see the force of atmospheric pressure on that bottle. And that's how living in this world is for most people. Actually, for everyone, culture is so suffocating. It's so suffocating. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And the more something is pummeled to a human being, the less likely they fight it at some point you cave because you're so tired of fighting it yeah and this is more so for guys who are without god because with god it's still hard but now imagine people who are living without god having to say no to culture that's hard i'd say that's impossible it doesn't happen and so i feel like one of the successes of democracy has been to carve out this idea that numbers numbers equate to what is it called to just to write that the more people that agree on something the right the writer that thing is or the more vindicated it is or the more acceptable it is but that's a lie because saint augustine said something so beautiful he said that wrong is wrong even when everybody is doing it and right is right even when no one is doing it but democracy shows you that majority wins that's even what we say but what if majority has been trained to think like that to accept a certain ideal as right when it is not right like currently all this political um jargon having to having to like uh, the most dominant example i can use is all this wokeness that's in american culture right now and it's like the, the majority are for it but that doesn't make it right you know and then if you're going to go against it you feel like there's less on that side and then there's more pressure for you to succumb to there's more pressure pummeling you to believe that your ideal is wrong because you're alone 
and man does not like being alone we like being in crowds we like being in cliques if we're going to be honest this idea of being rebellious is or going against the norm is only loaded in movies because i mean we need to create a hero who is apart from the people but in real life nobody likes that we always want to hit the nail that sticks out pummel it into a wall but it should not it should just be uniform yeah and one of the reasons i feel that culture has gotten to where it is and that we're in um constant barrage and under fire by culture is because of this thing called lies now when i was um our pastor when she was talking to us about fear a couple of Sundays ago and she read the scripture Proverbs chapter 16 I think it's from verse 6 to 9 but it talks about the seven things the six things that God hates and the seven things that he detests and a lying tongue a lying tongue was mentioned twice and I asked God like why what's up with this thing and lying and one of the things he showed me was that he hates lying Well, apart from the fact that it's just it's contrary to the truth the second thing was that it works against you as the person i don't know if this is psychology or what but we tend to project what we are on to other people so i don't even mention this in the other episode but if you're a cheater you most you have trust issues so you think everybody else talks like you if you have insecurities about your body you believe everybody else does and you will work towards um manifesting that bias in other people that even if it was not there let's say you have a friend who is not insecure with their body you will find a way to inflict that affliction on them so that you don't have to be alone in whatever um drama you're in so because society right now is founded on lies it wants to make us be like it that's why you find that you're on instagram you're scrolling and you're seeing like for girls you're constantly seeing this this body type being sold to you as the it body and you know these people are fronting you have seen expose pictures that these people don't look like this but the lie But the lie is so good so how can it be that bad it's so good you stop you stop acknowledging that it's a lie and start believing it you know it's a lie but you keep the more you see it yes the less the less sensitized you are to it so you become numb to the point where now it becomes truth and so then now we start projecting who we are onto other people onto god onto ideals and this is bad for you because there's a scripture mark 11 23-24 i think people are familiar with the word of faith movement so they are called you know what it says it says that um and if you would speak to this mountain and tell it to be removed and be cast into the sea and you would not doubt in your heart but believe that those things which you say um are then you shall have whatever you've said i really almost butchered that scripture but just go read it but the most the thing only you pick up from that is that the bible says that those things whatever things you ask believe that you have received them and you shall have what you have asked or what you have said 
that scripture has very little to do with God. Yet when you hear most preachers preach it, they bring in God into it, but you do not see God there. Jesus was telling guys, bro, if you have a mountain in front of you, don't climb it. Don't start analyzing the mountain. Tell it where you want it to go and then it will be removed. And then you say what you want and receive what you said. And then you will have what you said. So it's all about you and your faith. But you see, when you live in a culture that teaches you how to lie, that makes it okay to exaggerate facts, that makes it okay to live in a reality that you carve out for yourself because you're too scared of what reality is, then you teach yourself to not believe you. And the enemy knows this. You see, you only have one mind. And this mind knows when you're capping. Because it's there when you're stretching out stories. It's there when you're lying when you don't have to lie. It's there when you're lying because you feel that lying is the only way to get out of something or to get something. So when you need this same mind to make professions of faith, when you need to claim healing, when you need to claim financial prosperity, when you need to create your own world with your words, this same mind comes and like, nah, bruh, you're a liar. So it becomes hard to implement your faith. And that's where capping starts working against you. Because now, the Bible has said that if you believe that those things which you have said are then you will have them. But you see, if you've trained yourself to lie so much, your own internal metronome tells you, bro, our default is unbelief. What are you doing speaking out faith right now? Are we supposed to believe what you're saying? It's those moments where you know you don't believe what you're saying. And if you can't believe what you're saying, then how can you have those things which you have said? One of the reasons Jesus was very successful is because Jesus is the truth. He never lied. So at no point did he ever have to think about whether what he said would come to be. He has lived so much in the truth, absorbed everything about it. He is the truth. So as a man, he knew within that he is the truth. So everything he said had to happen. There was no unbelief in Christ. And that's why nothing he ever did failed but for us we've been trained so much to lie so much to not expect people to keep their word like you grow around people who tell you they're going to be there at 10 and they get there at four o'clock or at two and they're laughing they're like ah you know (laughs) you know how these things go and (laughs) where people are cheating in exams in front of your eyes yeah, it's like in Kenya apparently you can pay an invigilator to stand next to you as you cheat and no one will say anything where the judicial system is dependent on how much money you have and that's a fact, that's actually a fact Yeah. so you live in a culture that has trained you so much to lie and this might work in the world but when it comes to people in the faith it works against you because then that whole training you've gotten in living a lie works against you when you need to work this other system that requires you to have faith because faith needs the truth faith can only work through love and there's no love in lying there's no love in lying and that's one of the best characteristics of god to me i mean like all of his characteristics are the best but god will never come to you 
and sugarcoat things and lie to you too so that you can be protected from from sin so that you can be protected from the consequences of what your actions are doing god will come and try to tell you bro you're messing up bro you're in need of a savior bro i'm here to get you out and that is love so at no point should you ever think that lying no matter the the immediate relief it promises to deliver at no point is lying ever good for you it might work then but in the longer scheme of things in the grand scheme of things it works against you it teaches you how not to believe yourself it teaches you to live in doubt and that brings out things like anxiety in you it brings out procrastination because you're like as in that nobody's keeping their word why should i have to keep my word in a generation where nobody else cares i mean why not fit the mold when now you start getting body image issues why because everybody else is doing it everybody else has these issues so it's common but it's not common it shouldn't be those are the opinions and the ideals of the world that have been so put around you to suffocate you that you eventually crumble so that you can be like everybody else capping puts a cap on you capping puts a cap on you you want to live the free life let go of lies let go of a lying tongue keep your mouth from deceitful speech keep your mouth from speaking anything that is not the truth no matter how close it comes to the truth if it is not the truth that is a lie keep it away from you you need your mouth you need to believe you when you say things your word is the only word that has the ability to change your life and if you don't believe the things that are coming out of your mouth then bro you're in a lot more trouble than you think you are But Christ has come to give us a way out. He came and he gave us the truth. He gave us himself. And he told us better still, you don't even have to have your own words because I can't we can't even trust ourselves to have the right words to speak. So he gives us the word, the word that is not that is pure. Paul called it the pure milk of the word that is undiluted that is able to save your soul. This word that is able to transform your life, this word that will not put a cap on you, this word that is not looking to shortchange you, is not looking to change you for the worst, is not looking to give you baggage. This is the word that he wants you to speak. His words are spirit and their life. So just let go of lying. I think I'm just here to implore you to let go of it. stop self harming because of lying remove every appearance of lying from your life keep people away from you that lie they've been used to plant doubt and unbelief in your heart and those things only work against you and finally maze jesus is coming back and it doesn't matter how many times the world has ended cuz i think we live in a time that the world has ended like probably five times but we're still going strong 2012 was a good year but they told us the world was going to end Nicki Minaj dropped a banger with Jay Sean it was a nice song but the world's continued in Kenya Jello Anyonyi told us i don't know when he died so clearly i don't know i don't know what happened with him but 
and from the days of Paul they've been saying Jesus is coming soon so it's like when is this soon when is this soon happening and the enemy wants you to feel like the passing of time the passing of time makes God a liar because that soon has not happened yet but make no mistake Jesus is coming you could descend right now before I press stop the evidence of a culture that lies so much that makes everything look like a front does not mean that God is the same. I started off by saying that we project onto people and even God who we really are. Because you're a liar doesn't make God a liar. He's not confused about what he's put in his word. In fact, if anything, the Bible says if it looks like a delay, it's because God wills that no flesh, no flesh should be unsaved. He wills that all men should be saved. So this seemingly falsity or the the fact that it looks like God lied is not really a lie, it's mercy. It's mercy for some of us to come up to our senses, to come out of this darkness that we're in, that we can see him. But make no mistake, Jesus is coming soon. That horse is just, it's whipping up. Christ is getting ready, he's buckling. Bro, put away all these things. They don't count. They're not helping you. Fix your eye on the prize. If you don't know Christ, accept what he did for you and just come into the kingdom. Time is running out. Time is running out. The Bible says it'll be like the days of Noah. People will be partying and that's when he'll come. People will be partying. People will be getting babies. Others will be busy having sex. Others will be at the peak of their careers. Probably to be the Grammys or whatever Oscars or whatever other awards we're going to come up with. But he will come because the timing of men has nothing to do with him. Him, he's coming for his people. But don't be left behind. Don't be left behind. So no capping. Don't cap yourself. Don't allow the enemy to use you. This lying agenda that he's propagating all over to keep everybody suffocating like that bottle. Stop it today. Keep your mouth from speaking evil. Keep your mouth from speaking deceitful speech. Keep it away from you. Why should you have his tongue? Ugh, ew. Why? Why should you be his mouthpiece? Yeah, why? Hey, man, that was a lot. But I really hope that you've gotten the gist of it. And something I wanted to ask us is that, man, don't feel pressured to listen to all the episodes in this podcast. Like, find one and listen to it enough to go implement it. Be a doer of the word. Don't just be a hearer only. Because when you're a hearer only, you deceive yourself. Even I have to come back and listen and take notes and go implement. Yeah. So listen and go implement. We are all learning. We're all growing. And this is all for the betterment of the body of Christ together. And if you're not part of the body, just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ died for you. That he rose up again. And that he's coming back for you. That's all that's needed. That's all that's needed. And go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Preach it to every living creature. That is our mandate. As always, Jesus loves you. You are accepted. You are beloved. You are treasured. You are a king. You are a priest. You are a royal priesthood. Man, people shoot up heroin in their blood. We have liquid God. I mean can't talk that have a nice day evening afternoon and remember again jesus loves you